Welcome to In the Mood For, a podcast where we talk about all things romance books. My name is Bonnie from Bond Reviews Books on Instagram and TikTok, and with me is Shawnee from Shawnee Reads and Mary from The Vibrarian. Um, today, our special guest is Naomi. You may know her as Naomi Loud on Instagram and TikTok. She's an author and reader. Um, so let's get into it. Um, let's start off with what everyone's in the mood for this week. You yeah. know what I'm in the mood for? Lizards. Lizards. That's all I've been, I've just been reading nonstop. It, it just reminds me that even when books are like long, I like fly through them. It really is just the, the like the content <laughs> that makes me read fast. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's amazing. Like when you like something, it's actually much more enjoyable to yeah. read. Yeah. Shocking. Shocking. <laughs> I know. Wait, how far into it are you? I'm um like eighty five percent into the first book. Okay. Nice. Okay, so mm-hmm. you're there a fair bit in. Yeah. Um Bonnie, have you read Losers? I haven't. I saw that you were reading it. I yeah. I just I tried to find it and you can't read it on Amazon so no, I hadn't that. yeah so I hadn't figured that out yet <laughs> Wait, and, and you have to Amazon? you have to Wait, get what? the dare from her website and then you can oh, buy losers yeah oh. and then losers you can buy buy on Amazon but it's not on Kindle Unlimited right that's it yeah yeah yeah, so I haven't read them yet. Um, I've heard everyone I know who likes such a variety of different types of romance all love that book. So I know I need to read it. I was going to say, like, I feel like every single week we come in and we talk about books and Bonnie goes, I haven't read it. Like, I have to read it. <laughs> it's like, oh. this is just turning into like a PBR edition for you. Me too, though. I feel like last week we talked a bunch about like... Um... Some like old school, like I haven't read like the Wolf Hotel or any of the Mountain Men, and you guys all read them, so mm. I feel like it switches. I, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I haven't read those. Oh, yeah, liking liking losers. Oh yeah, but I knew the thing is, is I knew like I was a hundred percent sure I was gonna love it, but the mood was just had to be like perfect for it. Mm-hmm. And especially now that I write, I feel like my mood shifts like differently than when I was just a reader. So it, like I have to, it, it has to be like this perfect. Like, and I don't know why mm-hmm. all of a sudden I was like, this is the moment. This is it. And then I was right. <laughs> yes. That's I awesome. love that. Yeah. I I totally had like, to, I, it was like a dissociative state when I read those yeah. books. And, it's, and the fact that they came out like a couple months apart, I think that was good for me because otherwise I would have been just like four days, like straight up. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's kind of not. how I'm feeling for sure. I read the first book like the week that the second one was coming out. So it was pretty back to back, which was, I think I got like a day of reprieve to like like, take a cold shower. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they're so good though. That's like exactly what I'm in the mood for right now. I want like a cozy white shoes. Yeah, it's so cozy. What the hell? Mm Mm-hmm. I want like some forest proximity because I just finished the uh, book two of the Underworld um, series and now I just want to read more White Shoes. It's been a hot minute, but like a really classic White Shoes. Like, yeah, like they all have to live in the same house. 
kind of thing. Oh, love it. <laughs> My favorite. You know? Yeah, I yeah. haven't read a good white shoes in a long time. I just haven't like, found any good ones, honestly. I was on a roll, like, last year. I, I, I feel like I read all of the good ones, TBH. Like, mm-hmm. And then yeah. I just... Well, I read, like, a hundred. Yeah, <laughs> it's just been average. Like, everything just feels very similar. The writing's not quite to my liking. And I just sort of, like, stopped because I was, like... It was, like, making me not like the genre anymore, which was sad because mm-hmm. I love that shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, like I know you didn't was... like the Ava Ashwood um, Dirty Broken Savages because you didn't like the FMC, but I could see you liking mm-hmm. the follow on series, uh, Filthy Wicked Psychos, because the FMC is very different. And Ava Ashwood's writing has just gotten better as she's like matured as an author. And um, yeah. I could see you liking that series a lot more. It's very good. I might dip my toe back into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like nothing nothing will ever live up to Hades from Tate James for me. Oh, I never read that series. <laughs> See, but did you read Madison Kate? No, I like it was like everyone bullied me into to reading it, and uh, I think Mary, you knew that I wouldn't really it wouldn't be my style, so I just yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Hades is better. It has the collector aspect, and I find Hades to be a significantly more, like, likable. Honorable. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's definitely an improvement, which is – that's actually something that I – when I was talking about that Underworld series last week, I um, had forgotten because I had just gotten into reading the second book that one of the things that I did really like about it is I do feel like – Sometimes in a white shoes, the FMCs are it's a little bit baffling that they have you know, three guys absolutely obsessed with them. Yeah. And yeah. That is probably one of the most likable FMCs and the author does a really good job at showing you why each of these other characters are obsessed with her without it being obnoxious and just being like oh, she's just, like, hot or something. I don't know. They do a good job at showing you why the other characters really like her and it makes you really like her. And I remember that being, like, my, one of my first impressions of it. The, and this is your, like, you thought it was mafia, but it's paranormal? Yes. <laughs> That's hilarious. This is my claim to fame. <laughs> the thing is like I feel like now I kind of want to read it but same. I also want to have that same experience where I thought it was mafia and then turns out to be paranormal but I'm not going to get that That's I know funny. I tried really hard to not tell people but I realized that it literally is in the name and it's definitely in the blurb like it's totally <laughs> the premise of the book it's like it immedi- it's like first chapter immediately you figure out that it's not that that's what it actually is. So that was just me being stupid. <laughs> Not reading the blurb. Yeah. Um, is that is that what you're still in the mood for, or is that is there something else that you're in the mood for this week? Uh, yeah, just like a cozy white shoes, like just a very standard. So I'm gonna have to poke around, maybe even venture into the hashtags on uh, 
TikTok, which is not something I have done in a really long time to look for recs. I feel like I just – my TBR is so long and I have so many yeah. uh, things that I need to um, – like that I feel like I need to read. Um, but so that's kind of what I'm thinking. And also I need another audio book for my drive to Stimulate. And I'm thinking something maybe that I haven't read oh. from one of the authors that's going to be there. Oh, that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I picked up Belladonna again today mm. as the audiobook. Yes. And I just so I good. I'm so used to like listening to Alexa read just a Kindle book to me. And now <laughs> that it's like an actually acted audiobook, I'm just like, what's there's so much going on. <laughs> like it's like not just like the background noise of droning. I'm like, I have to like sit down and be like, I'm actively listening to this. Um but it's it's like very intriguing so far. I'm not. When she does a really it. good job with the voices, like she makes the male characters sound really hot, even though she's a. a uh, I don't woman. know about that. Not yet, at least. <laughs> oh no! It gets. Trust me. That'll. It'll come around. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm like I'm kind of like trying to think of what I like audiobooks that I want to listen to too because I am. I'm going to have a really, really long flight next week. So I think I'm going to try to listen to audiobooks there. Yeah. So I'm, um, I'm going to, I'm going to Finland. I'm going back home for the first time in five and a half years. So I'm going to have a flight that is kind of long. And I usually don't, I'm not very good at sleeping on planes, but I'm also not very good at reading on planes because I'm constantly just like, what is going on around me? Because I don't like, people near me and obviously on planes you can't avoid that so I think your audiobooks will be pretty good for that um but I need to find like good audiobooks and I feel like I've listened to a lot of really good ones recently so now I'm like what do I do um that's sick love I know Naomi you DNF'd it but like that audiobook was so good it is so good who is that by again Jesse Hall Jesse Hall I really want to try Kid though. Like I want yeah. to try. I want to try that author. I just don't think I was vibing with the tropes at all. Um, yeah. So, but like I hear I, a lot of good things about Kid, so I really want to try that. Who knows? Yeah, people kept telling me that Hawk was also really good. Yeah. So we'll see. But it was it, It's like the first really dark romance that I've listened to or like read in a long time and I was kind of like oh I remember this stuff <laughs> I remember <laughs> reading this stuff um but it's like here's the thing here's the thing it's so much better than Haunting Adeline it is so much better is it similar like plot wise yeah. okay yeah, yeah 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 it's like a it's like a stalker stalker but it. It, like it's not like quite yeah, similar it starts like, off as stalker yeah like i find that it's annoying how like if there's a stalker in a book it's uh, like automatically compared to haunting online like that's yeah. like, the only thing like because that was it isn't that like fully just like a cult like in um in uh that's a club like she's in a cult basically yeah she she's she's in like a like a heavily christian cult yeah oh then he like kind of helps pull her out of it. Yeah. Uh, but it starts off with stalking. So I understand, but it's like not a, I wouldn't call it like a straight up stalker yeah. in that mm. sense. Got I just it. have but, like, 
I have um, I am your god fatigue, you know? Yes. <laughs> and it literally started like that. And I was like, oh, I don't think. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I feel like that, like, you know how there's um like certain like spicy scene or whatever, like possessive, mm -hmm. like, like trope phrases that come around. And I feel like now every book has like the, oh, are you calling for yeah you only you only got call for god like yeah. not in here or whatever and it's like that's all right we heard it. it's we heard it. yeah it's <laughs> been done yeah it's been done and done and done and done but i do love the creative ways uh, that authors with to include that because i feel like i keep seeing it now in contemporary romance and i'm like it's okay yeah it doesn't fit i'm fine yeah, you you would think not, but they somehow shove it in there, and I'm like, okay. I mean, well, so this is this is the interesting thing. Sometimes, not really. <laughs> I feel like so many authors are now that are who are contemporary are leaning on to mm -hmm. things from darker romance. Oh, because yeah. of they know that that's like those are like good lines that are going to get picked up and people are going to get excited about them. And post like, it on TikTok and stuff, I, yeah. Yeah, well, so this is like, I was reading a Melanie Harlow book, because Melanie Harlow is one of my, like, I don't know if I like her, but I read everything that she writes, authors. Um, and <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry, I can't explain it. Like, I can't relate. <laughs> I just, I'm like, it's just sometimes you just need, like, a little simple treat, mm. you know? I love Melanie Harlow. I get it. For me, I, that's the... Jessica Kane. Jessica Kane? Jessica Kane? Yeah. That's my little yeah. treat. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so I was, so the, the, her most recent release, which came out, I think on Monday or whatever, it's a, it's like a rock star bodyguard forced proximity romance. And I was like, all right, this is like, you know, and it's set in a small town, which is like a Melanie Harlow thing. And I was reading it. Um, or actually last week, someone was doing like a TikTok about it and was like, trigger warning like cnc and i was like melanie harlow wrote cnc like are you serious i was like that is no no way no way and i was like looking at the scene that was on the tiktok and i was like this sounds more like light primal or whatever and i was i was reading it yesterday and i was like no melanie harlow wrote cnc oh like but it's it's like it's like very light or it's like it's like pretty tame cnc is like like it's not like losers <laughs> for sure right um but I was, but I was reading it yesterday, and I was like, "What the hell?" And I think that, like, that's something that is probably a social media influence, mm -hmm. where it's like you're trying to maybe like expand your readership or something like that. But I was like, I did not expect that because I was like, "That's definitely not what's happening here." But, it's, but I do, it was think, I do think that maybe TikTok is also just blurring the lines of the genre in general. Like, I feel mm -hmm. like, like I can't pinpoint. Like to bring it back to losers, I can't pinpoint what the what it is. Like it's not is oh, it dark romance, is it No, yeah. Like you know what I mean? The yeah. losers like category, what it is, I feel like is discussed so often just because people yeah. try to put it into a category when they po make posts about it. And then there's always like I think somebody even said that it was like a small town or like a uh something and well that's what I said I was like honestly and there's kind of like a whole theme of like 
the people that live in the town and stuff like that. Yeah. Like a lot of like, it's definitely not a small town romance, but that's not inaccurate to call out because it does have like, that is sort of the external plot is that they live in a small town. Yeah. The setting. The setting. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I think that, and that's actually, so I think that's a really good example where it's like, I don't think it's dark, but it is very kinky and it's very spicy. So yeah. it's like, if someone picks it up and goes like, oh, like, it's like a cozy small town. <laughs> no, yeah, absolutely not. Like, oh, all right. Um, but, but yeah, exactly. But what is that? But that's really interesting that you say that, Naomi, because I feel like it, now that I think about it, I do think that that is probably like the lines are blurring or like you're getting these like mixes of genres mm -hmm. where like I just read Bryn Weaver's newest book, which is butcher and blackbird yeah which is hilarious it's fully a rom-com but it also has body horror in it and it's like what is this like it's definitely dark but it's not like it's it's dark because of the things that happen in it but like the mood isn't dark yeah like it's like it's, the anti-dramedy it's, like, it's like barry or like um yeah, yeah. Not the book, um, a simple favor, but the movie, a simple favor, is like that kind of vibe too. The thing that to me that is closest to it is like Death Becomes Her, the movie with Meryl Streep and Bruce Willis, and where it's like it's it's funny, but it's also gross at the same time. Um, but it's also like mm -hmm. where do you put that? Like it's not a rom com, but it's not yeah. a dark romance either. Mm -hmm. Um, and then it's gonna end. It's gonna end up in like something like scavenger hunt romance on Amazon or something like that. <laughs> like the category for that is really crazy. Um, but that one was a good time. So if you guys want to have like a little dark giggle, I liked it. Bonnie, what are you in the mood for? Um, I I have only been reading like Second Chance since oh, I finished. Oh yeah, I saw your TikTok earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I've only been reading, like I finished A Twisted Tale and then I was like, I can't read angsty stuff anymore because I feel sick. And then I proceeded to only read Second Chance romances. <laughs> Which so is so angsty. I, I know, I'm, I don't know. I guess I just like had a lot of them built up because technically Wildfire is one. I'm about to finish that. But it's not angsty, it's still life. But it's like Hannah Grace actually writes like kind of complex characters with like sad backstories and stuff. So it's not like the lightest romance book. Um, and then I finished um, Forget Me Not, which is second chance. And it was like the then and now chapters. And I seriously was up until like 2.30 a.m. just being like, tell me. Because you know it's going to be in that last then chapter that's all the way at the end. And I was like, just fucking what happened? And so I was like racing through that one. Um, I, that book made me so mad. I have a lot of opinions about it. Um, I like it, eh? She's so, like, I'm, like, I love the auction. So now I'm scared to read it. Well, that's the thing. It's like, I Oh, she wrote Germione fanfic? Yeah, she yeah. wrote the auction. One of my favorite. She wrote the auction. Oh. And um, all, all, all the wrong things, and write something, something wrong. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I can't remember those names; they're so complicated. Um, yeah, those are like my favorite Hermione's that I've read, and that's why I was so excited for it. So she wrote uh, as Love's Bitka Eight on Ao Three, and 
she's a very talented writer like there's no yeah. about it, but I was like that book was so forget me not was so unsatisfying to me and maybe it is because like I hate that constant jumping back and forth mm -hmm. between like time lines or whatever but to me I was like I want to read a romance and what I'm reading here is two people getting together and then the book is over like there's no like actual yes. like romance it's like you want to see them together and you don't see them together in this book, you know? Yeah, like, that's that was my biggest problem with it, was that all the now chapters is not them falling back in love. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is... Oh. I got to the end, and I was like, so are they going to get back together, or what? Like, what the fuck? Um, it, took, it took a very long time for them to even, like, talk to each other. He is a brick wall, which, like, normally I love. I'm like, yeah, they hate each other. This is great. And then I was like, no, you're not supposed to still hate each other at this point. Like, what is happening? Like, he has barely spoken a word to this woman by the last chapter. Yeah. I, I learned like, a lot about floral floral arrangements. Yeah. And it's, it's it was well written, though. And that's what was, like, I was like, yeah. this is really good writing. And it's like, I want to love it more. And I can't because you're not giving me enough romance. Yeah. So, and to, to me, know. like, it's just, it should have been like proper dual POV, not third person. Agreed. I wish it was just dual POV. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, Omniscient narrator. I and guess. then the weirdest part too was that I think I put this in my review on TikTok was that the, all of the now chapters are told in her point of view. No. All of the then chapters are told in his. Yeah. So you do get his POV, but only from back before when they, like, originally met and dated. So you have like, no idea what's going through his mind right. now, currently. And that was different. I thought that was cool. And I was like, maybe I can get into this. But then I was like, well, you're not giving me anything in the now. So I'm like, no. Mm. But um, I did start the fourth book in the Queen's Cove series because I never finished it. Yay. Um, and it is also Second Chance, but... It's a rom-com and it's basically like a, um, it's like that movie, um, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Oh, I love yeah. that movie. Yeah. So she's like trying to really fuck with him so hard and it's, it's hilarious. Ooh. And Stephanie Archer is just really, she writes good rom-coms. We were talking about that last time. I think this is probably one of the best rom-com series I've ever read. Yeah. She's like legitimately funny and it's clear that yeah. she's not forcing it. Which I right. think a lot of rom-com writers, like, it's very obvious when they're trying to force the humor. But with her, it's, yeah. like, it's very natural. Yeah, it, this one's funny because the whole the plot is that, like, they had, like, a, they were, they, like, almost dated in high school. And then he, like, fucked off for 12 years. And he's come back into town being, like, I realized that I, like, she's, like, the love of my life. And she has a project that is kind of, <laughs> I don't know, like... Not related, but... <laughs> not related, not related, but, like, she's doing her PhD and she has to finish her PhD, and, like, she's like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to finish this PhD because I have to, like, find this plant. Flower, yeah. yeah. And she's she's already given up hope, but he's like, no, we're going to find it. And he, like, forces himself to help her, and the entire time she's like, I don't want you here, and I'm going to fuck with you and try to yeah. get you to stop showing up on my hikes. But, like, I love because it's dual POV, and so she, like, does something to fuck with him really hard, and he sits there, and he's like, oh, I see what you're trying to do. That's not going to work. And I'm like, oh, this back and forth is going to be really fun. Like, it's not going to be angsty so much as it's going to be, like, flirty banter. Wait, what is this series? It's called Queen's Cove. 
by Stephanie Archer. Okay. It's the the first book is That Wrong Guy. Oh. Mhm. Yeah. You, I'm sure you've seen. Like, I feel. Like yeah. I no, I recognize that now. I under, yeah, I'm following now. <laughs> yeah, they're they're very cute. Um, but only second chance for you, Bonnie. That's what we're at. Yeah, I, I I just started reading that today when I was getting my nails done, and so I was like, okay, I guess this is what I'm reading now until I like clear them all off my TBR. <laughs> until I'm not in the mood for them anymore, this is what's happening. But wait, Bonnie, you should read the auction though. Oh, I, so I haven't read any Germani fanfic oh. yet. I know. And I have a list in a, in a notes yeah. app on my phone that says Germani fanfic. And then I have what the names of them are and who on TikTok recommended them. <laughs> so, oh, nice. Yeah, so organized. <laughs> um, that's from like a, over a year ago too. Like I feel, and so I've just haven't started yet. I didn't know where to find them at first. Cause I don't, I'd never had AO3 or Wattpad or anything. Mm-hmm. I just had people flinging me links. They were like, you need to read this. And I was like, okay. Yeah. The yeah. learning that you can you download the PDF and get it on your Kindle was like such a game changer because that was yeah. my, like, oh. I was just like reading Wattpad on my, on the, on the Wattpad app on my phone, uh, you know, in early 2021. And then now I'm like, oh. Which, I, I mean, I guess if you're reading in, because there was a couple that I was reading that were, like, a, still being written. Right. And so it was, like, a weekly release. Um, so that, like, you kind of have to do it that way anyway. Okay. If I can get it to my Kindle. Yeah. Wait, what's mm-hmm. the tropes for that one? Like, what, are they all the same? It's all the same. but some are darker like obviously i tend to get to go for like the most the darkest angstiest ones but there's like rom-coms there's like omegaverse omega i actually love the omegaverse um yeah not shocking but (laughs) yeah but when it comes for me when it gets a little like goofy i don't like it i want them to suffer But, yeah, um, I feel like I expect them to be dark, so I would be thinking that's what they were going oh, to Oh, no, there's one, uh, Shani, what was the one that I stopped, it was bring you to your knees or bring me to your knees mm-hmm. or whatever? Bring him to his knees. It was like a murder mystery, but it was like kind of goofy, and I just... Yeah, it's like a little bit like Clue. Yeah. <laughs> but like a little... I have that downloaded on my, on my computer because really like you that. guys were all like, it's so Except good. There was a lot of like talk about salt. Like he tasted like salt, and I was Ew. like, oh, no, no. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I feel like I like completely blocked that from my mind. But I know because when I told you, you said the same thing, and I was like, I don't, I can't. For me, it's like in my eyes, in my retina, every time. Like, <laughs> that's so funny. Um, oh my god! But the auction, the auction is really good. I wouldn't necessarily start with the auction. I was what should I start with? Breath mints and battle scars. That's a good one. Oh yeah, I have that one written down too. Okay, so we Bonnie, let's her. buddy read them because I, I yeah, yeah. I, I only read? have read Manacled. Yeah. Oh yeah, I haven't read that one yet. You're kind of insane to have started with Manacled because that's like the like end all be all. Yeah. Germany. Yeah, I don't know. I was just. <laughs> 
doing what other I was in a, a period of time where I was only reading stuff that other people were also reading. Like I was like, I don't know how to read alone. So wow. I'm just going if other people are reading stuff, I'm just gonna read it with them because I'm <laughs> having like weird separation anxiety or something. Bonnie, have oh, you yeah. read any any fanfic ever? No. Wow. I've never read fanfic. I was never into like anything like, like that before. You were never in like a fandom so hard that you were like, I've consumed all the OG content. I need more. Um, no, there's I've never been in a fandom that deep. I don't think there's a lot of supernatural fanfic. I know. And I love supernatural. Like I love supernatural. I have a star Wars tattoo. I love star Wars. I've never gotten into any of those fanfics. I didn't even know that existed somehow. It's um, so crazy to me. I know. <laughs> it's funny because I was sort of anti Germione at the beginning. I was like, that's dumb. Like, why <laughs> would you even do that? Like, I didn't understand. I couldn't get it because I, I dipped my toe when I was like younger, when I was far too young, for like when like Angel was evil and then it was like fanfic Buffy and Angel evil. evil. Love that. When I was like 14. But then yeah. I like completely forgot about fanfic until like two years ago when I, I started seeing it all over TikTok and I was like, oh, I think yeah. I need to, to get back into that. I, my like most like defining memories of like discovering fanfic are I was, I still am a big fan of Lord of the Rings, um, but I was like really into the movies when they came out. I was in high school or middle middle school or high school. Yeah, middle school and early high school when those came out. And I there was a there was a lot of like Lord of the Rings fix on Live Journal of all places. Mm-hmm. Live I Journal. Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like Naomi and Bonnie and Mary are just like what? Yeah. <laughs> no, I know what that is. <laughs> uh, I know what Live Journal is. Um, but the the like number one Lord of the Rings MM fanfic writer was Cassandra Clare. Um, oh, City of Bones. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, really? Yeah, she she wrote like some really really funny ones. Um, and they were like they were like not spicy at all. They were like just purely funny, but all but still MM. Um, but now it's like so funny to think about like where she's at. <laughs> And well, isn't, having, like, her- isn't City of Bones or Mortal Instruments or whatever, isn't that fan, like, technically fanfic? It's like, some, I forget what it is, but isn't it some kind of fanfic? I don't know about that, but I know that there's a lot of plagiarism accusations when it comes to that. Like, I've never read, mm-hmm. and I've never read non-fanfic Cassandra Clare. <laughs> I read a lot of her fanfic from, like, 2002. That's um, there's a girl on TikTok but- who does, like, oh, like, these are all, like, top, like deep dives into like trad pub authors who started in fanfic and that's obviously like Cassandra Clare is like the OG basically. And so um, yep. that's like one of the things that she was talking about. Yeah. 50 shades. And then um, the beautiful series or, or wait, no, maybe that's not right. Um, yeah. Christina mm-hmm. Lauren. That's fanfic, isn't it? Is yeah. it? That actually might be the only fanfic I've ever read. Yeah. But it was, that was definitely on Wattpad at first. Uh, I mean, obviously, Allie Hazelwood. That's also 
like Harry Potter and Star Wars co right. Raylo. Oh, um, <laughs> I wish with fanfic that I want I wanted to read something else than Dramione. Because I'm just like, I don't care about anything else. Just give me Dramione. I don't even yeah. care about anything else. Like, what other fanfic is there that oh, is popular? A bajillion. Literally, yeah. whatever you want. Well, Megan. Well, and that was my origin story for Spicy Book Talk was uh, Marvel fan fiction. Oh, that's right. The very, very <laughs> specifically Bucky and Stucky, like Steve and Bucky. Uh, either like MM or like um, uh, like Stucky and OC, which is like an original character. I wrote a couple of really good ones of those where it's like an MMF. And then um, a, there's this one uh, author who does um, Bucky AU. So it's like alternate universe. So it's like in real life. So they're not superheroes. And she has two that are really good that if you're on that side of TikTok, that's like everybody is talks like recommends those two. And they're – so good and that was like the last fanfic that I read before I was like oh wait there's like actual books that are kind of like this but it was a hundred percent because I was obsessed with the Falcon and the Winter Soldier Disney Plus show that came out and I watched it like three or four times and I just like could not get over Sebastian Stan as the as Bucky Barnes and was just like I need I like I can't I don't know this is my hyperfixation. <laughs> yeah, you're like this is my life for the next 3 months. Everyone yeah. hop on basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just I I just don't know any other universe probably as well as I do Lord of the uh, Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter. So I'm like I don't want to and we've talked about this before was like fanfic is the barrier of entry is so nice because you don't have to like do any of the world building. Yeah. Like you just kind of go like, I know everything about this. Just give me the story. Like exactly. I don't need to get to know them. Like, and I think that's why I get so attached to the stories too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sure. Like, uh, right there. You guys, I just looked it up and I knew that I wasn't making this up. Mortal Instruments was originally Ron and Ginny fanfic. What? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that is the whole thing is that they are like related. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I thought that like in the books, it's like their step siblings. Oh. Oh, the good old step sibling. That. Oh, convenient. <laughs> so convenient. That's fine. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that, but that makes sense based on like a lot of the criticisms that people have about that series. I feel icky now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Maybe we're all learning new things today. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm never going to read that, but I, that's a weird pick. Yeah. <laughs> Very weird. Pick. I mean, it sounds like she was just like de- deeply into fanfic and was probably just like, I'm going to pick from a hat. But also like that's the one that gets trad picked up and like becomes gigantic and like makes your entire career. I don't get it. I don't get it. Not for me. Thank you. Oh, this came out so long ago. Like, I could have been into reading so long ago, and it makes me so mad that I wasn't, like, really into it then. Or for even, like, in college or the years after college. 
wait, I thought that you were like a lifelong reader. I'm not really. Like I had, um, do you know who Sarah Dessen is? Yep. Mm-hmm. That was like, I was like obsessed with all things Sarah Dessen. So I read all of her books and every time a book would come out, I was like super excited. I read all the Harry Potter books, like, you know, kind of bigger stuff like that. Um, but then like, I didn't really read anything for the most part for, I would probably say like from my college years through maybe when Justin and I started dating in like 2017. And then I moved to New York and Justin's a big reader. And we had these huge bookcases that were built in and so beautiful. Um, and I was like, maybe I should get back into reading and like go to the store or whatever. And I, I got into it in 2020 again. And I was like, that's when I discovered romance. And I was like, wow, I could have been reading this for like years. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah. I did, I never read. I mean, I've always like read a ton, but I never read romance until like four years ago. Yeah. Which is kind of a bummer, and but it's definitely like I mean. whole... Yeah. I could have been reading well, this I for feel so like long. my my foray into like spicy romance was I tried to read Fifty Shades of Grey, and I made it to the beginning of the third book, and then I was like, this is not good. Like, this is legitimately <laughs> just bad, and I, I am not into it. Great. Like, I think I read the first two books and then quit because I felt like I was reading the same scene over and over again, so I was like... Yes. All right, well... Exactly. <laughs> No, I was like, this is, nothing is happening. (laughs) Yeah, it didn't, um, it didn't uh, change my life, that's for sure. (laughs) You know, I actually, and I read all the Twilight books I'm now remembering, and I I did the, something similar to what you did. I got to the part in Twilight, maybe the last book, or maybe it's not, I don't know, where she gives birth. And I remember I was reading it, like, late at night. And I'm pretty sure the baby, like, claws its way out of her stomach or something. Like, yeah, violent. Yeah, something like that, yeah. I could be totally making that up, though. So, fact check no, me. No, like, I remember. Okay. I remember being, like, grossed out and just, like, what the fuck am I reading? Like, I don't even. I'm not even enjoying this anymore. And I never finished it. So, I actually have no idea how Twilight ends because I never watched the movies either. Yeah, when I, I was, like, right in the age, it, like, I was a, maybe a smidge too old, but, like, I was just a, we didn't have TV or anything, so I was a voracious reader as a kid and read anything I could get my hands on, and I thought it was a trilogy, so I thought it just ended, and I remember, this is, like, one of those really weird <laughs> memories that I'll never forget because it was so bizarre, but I walked into Borders Books, and they had a big display of Breaking Dawn, which is the last book, it's the fourth book, And uh, I was like, oh, I didn't realize that there was going to be another book to to my friend. And this, like, 65-year-old man is standing at the display, and he's like, yeah, it's called Breaking Dawn, and blah, 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 and, like, went off on, like, what the premise of it is. And I was like, why do you know this? This is a book (laughs) for teenage girls. Like, what the hell? But I I like that series. I definitely like I think I went back and tried to reread it at at some point when I was uh, like bored a little bit older. And I was like, oh, yeah, these are like not great. And I watched the movies when they came out and I tried to rewatch them recently because I feel like people always talk about like the nostalgia. And I'm like, these are just not great. Like, it's just (laughs) not very well done. 
Yeah, I never make it past the second movie. Yeah, so it's too much. I still don't even really know what happened. I was just like mad, I think, because when I was reading them too, I was like Jacob all the way. I don't know what we're doing with Edward. I'm not into it. I was the same too, but I think that was 100%. And that's also why I hate love triangles because I always pick the other guy. Like, most of the time, I'm like, that guy's way hotter. <laughs> yeah. I, that's, it's funny, though, because I love whoever was in, like, the, um, the, they did a focus group of, um, is it Pretty in Pink, that movie, the John Hughes movie? And they, yeah. originally, she was gonna get with the friend instead of, like, the hot popular guy. And the audience, oh. they, like, the test audience was, like, why isn't she getting with like the cool, hot, popular guy who's like actually really nice to her? And so they changed the end of it. And uh, she, and I feel like that's like kind of subversive. Like I feel like the whole thing that always happens is it's like the, um, oh, you see your friend as like the person who really cares about you the whole time, and and then you get and you end up with him. Like I feel like that's the way that that genre has just always gone, except yeah. for in that one instance. And I'm like, yes. Go for the hot yeah. guy. I'm trying to imagine her ending up with Ducky at the end of that. Right? I think they made him too, like, unattractive somehow. Because I just – I don't see it. I didn't feel yeah. it with him. Like, I felt bad that the situation was happening. And that's not how you want – you don't want to feel pity for the person. You know what's funny is I went back and I watched the Fifty Shades of Grey movies recent, like, in the last – like, since I started yeah. reading – spicy room spicy romances and I went on this like whole journey of like I read those first two books before I knew anything about like kink and then I remember hearing that people like like people in the kink community were like this is not like a great example yes. of kink and then when I started learning more about kink like years later I just made some assumptions in my head because I couldn't remember what had happened, like what was going on in the book. And I was like, oh, it's probably like there's not any like consent or discussion around it or anything like that. And then I watched the movies recently and I was like, oh, no, this is just like makes like this is just like not that it's not at all what I thought. It is exactly that. Like they have a contract. They discuss like all these things. She's just totally disrespectful of kink in general and like his whole like origin story is like a disaster but it really was like not what I thought I honestly like kind of enjoyed the movies a little bit better than I thought I would but I, the story is nonsense it's like just <laughs> totally ridiculous yeah. it kind of like is so tropey that I get it but also it just is absolutely ridiculous and i find uh dakota what's her face what's her johnson Johnson. Johnson. i really like her as an actress and i find her to be very charming except in that role and i think it's that character is just horribly written naomi what's up i have a question yes you're bilingual yeah is is french your first or english your first or is it like whatever French, french is my first okay have you read a spicy book in French? Uh, not in its entirety, but I've like read some. Like I've read a few, and it's like the most like horrifying thing. I would never <laughs> okay. read it. It's like comical. Like it's not. I don't understand how people like 
enjoy it. But this is like, it, this is not just me. Like, this is a common thing. And I've heard that like a lot, like, I wonder if you have the same thing because like, people who are bilingual are like, I will never read spice in my like native tongue. Never. <laughs> and, but never. I don't understand why, like, I don't understand what it is about English that makes it okay. You know what I mean? Like, it's weird. Yeah. No, I, I mean, knew for, that was exactly me, what you were going to say because Shawnee's told uh -huh. me that before and I knew you've said that before. And Angie, yeah. whose first language is Portuguese, said the same exact thing. Uh, it's so weird. And it's even like, just even to like think, I'm I'm like really glad that my, like in my life, like my really formative relationships have been in English speaking settings, but it just because just to think about like dirty talk in, in Finnish, oh, I'm just like, yeah. Whoa. Wait, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. The dirty talk is disgusting. Like, it's not... oh, so bad. <laughs> disgusting, how? Not dirty. <laughs> it's, I... it's like sleazy and also awkward at the same time. Oh. And plus, I have like, I have like two instances where like the like books that are like published in French and like, which is spicy, it's French, like French. France yeah. French which oh, is like okay. they use the most like insane big words to say things and it's just like very weird but then I also have the instance of like dirty talk when it comes to like French Canadian uh <laughs> dirty talk which is just it's like it's, <laughs> it doesn't translate necessarily no, that they do like they we all like obviously we have the language to dirty talk but it's just like it gives me like the willies like it's just so <laughs> gross to me like it's not pretty there's nothing okay. sexy about it it just yeah. feels very like backwoods to me like you're like oh my god what did i just hear <laughs> like it's like, <laughs> bleeding. like it's blah. yeah yeah it's i i mean i assume that that was going to be your your reaction to you but i just like what is it like i understand like you can think about it like there's some distance to it but, but then, I can't. But then people who have like native English speakers don't have that problem reading it in English. So right. I like literally don't understand what it is. I'd love to have like someone like research or like do a, a deep dive into this because. Yeah, yeah you need like. A I wonder if it's yeah. something to do. I wonder if it's something to do with like your. It being like the language that you spoke as like a child. And then like, especially Shawnee, like you mentioned, like most of your like formative relationships were with English speakers so you don't necessarily have like a real life experience with that and so it's more like associated with like childhood or like pre-pubescence or something because I was, I was bilingual from the get-go so like as oh yeah as French was my first language English was like what I grew up on and so yeah it's just I don't know I I can't explain it it's just very bizarre it's just it, it's it comes off very corny yeah like it's okay sexy mm -hmm. like, which is Maybe. funny because like french is like the romantic language apparently but right you know. but romantic, romantic and sexy are different yeah yeah exactly mm -hmm. like yeah. you can charm someone in french for sure yeah but don't tell me to, do to like bend over and yeah. take it <laughs> But wait, maybe wait, maybe this is gonna be my task for when I go to Finland. I'm gonna to try to find a romance and finish. And oh yeah, I still please. Get the creeps. I'd love to. I bet I get. The, I bet I get the creeps. I can already. I can already yeah. like ugh, feel this like cold, cold sweat yeah. bubbling up.
Um, I have to, I have to like really look for it. But I think for me, it's like the words for like dick yeah, or exactly. whatever. They're just so terrible. They're terrible. 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 Absolutely horrible. Which, to be fair, some of the words in English are also terrible. So, <laughs> yes. Yeah. But there's hot ones too. Yeah. But yeah, actually, like, I don't like the word dick in. I, I hate. I, I feel weird about seeing that in romance. I only like uh, dick if it's in his POV. Yeah, like I don't. If it's her referring yeah, like, to no. it, that would be really a weird. I feel like I haven't seen that like almost at all. Like so, the only, only yeah, guys yeah. can say that. Yeah, that I think that's true, but it is still weird. Uh, I was I listened to uh, "Revive Me" by Jill Seegers, the first part on audiobook, and the male narrator is actually like has a really hot voice and I'm normally like very weirded out by the male, narr- male narrators yeah. but he always says his dick instead of any other word like he that's the only word that he uses which feels like natural for a person to use the same yeah. word in re- reference to themselves but for some reason it is kind of weird I'm like why are you saying dick say cock right but then <laughs> that's like, what I want him to say I, I like I call it that I'm like oh that's kind of weird um, like yeah, <laughs> Yeah, and I, I don't know. I, I think about it. I only use dick in males POV, but not when it's sexual. Like not when it's mm-hmm. a full time. Yeah. When they're yes. just like like referring yeah. to his cock, I will say dick. Yes. To change it up that feels very normal. Back. That feels normal. Yeah. I don't think, yeah, exactly. I've never really thought about that before though. Well, like, see, you definitely see it more like you definitely feel like you definitely see it in more trad pub stuff. Mm. Because I think that, like, we've talked about this a little bit before, where it's, like, they have, like, certain words that they can't use if they're trying to market to, like, certain audience or whatever. And they can't, yeah. And so I feel like I've seen it jump out at me a couple of times where I was like, oh, why are you calling it that? Mm-hmm. Huh. I don't know. That's not sexy. That's such a weird way to describe it. So I kind of understand what you mean, just going back to what you're yeah. talking about, of, like, a certain word being, like, that's not mm-hmm. hot it's, at I all. Yeah. See, tits is fine. You know what is not okay? Titties. That, in a sexual context, is, woo, too much. Way not sexy. I'm like, excuse me? That makes me immediately think that you're a Republican. I don't know why. (laughs) See, for me, it makes me think that you're, like, 13 years old. Yeah. And that's just, like, yeah. yeah. I was going to say. Intellectually the same thing. I know it's like an unpopular opinion, but like as soon as a, the girl refers to her stomach as her tummy, I get the ick like hard. Ew. Yeah. Oh. I, in like yeah. what context? Uh, every context ever. You know, like, <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen this like, before in romance. Uh, okay. Like sinners, but I remember this so clearly from with Sarah Simone. Sinners. She refers to her stomach as her tummy all the time. Oh. <laughs> okay, it must not have bothered me. <laughs> I don't know. I just can't. I can't with that word. Wait, Sinner by Sarah Simone? Yeah. Which is really? why he's my least favorite Sean Bell. Uh, Bell Brothers. <laughs> Sean Bell is my least favorite because of that. Oh, oh my God. Um, but you know what? I, 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 I do feel very validated because the T word is, is a big trigger for <laughs> right? me. Right? I literally, like, literally in our group chat, people just say the T word because I hate it so I much. I hate it so hard. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, because I'll use it when I'm literally referring to, like, I have a T-word ache, you know? Like, that's it. Like, it's never, like, in any other thing. But that's how it should be referred to in a context that, like, you feel like you're sick or a little... I'm just a baby. You know what I mean? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Grown woman. Yes. Which I understand that, like, some, some writers are using it exactly for that reason, but I'm not the audience. Like, I don't like that at all. Well, and why are you doing it so many times that it's noticeable? Like, why is that your character constantly having a tummy ache? Like, what? It's like the the innocence, (laughs) young thing. Ew. I'm trying to think of like, I don't think there's a, there's, there's not a lot of words. There's the phrases that I hate, but there's not a lot of words that I like. Well, the JJ will forever be my... 100%. 100%. I have DNF books immediately. Oh, I, where I, where oh, have you JT Geisinger. Uh, Bonnie, yeah. what are you talking about? Where? The Everywhere. JJ? The JJ? Everywhere. I have ne- I feel like I would not. I feel like I would remember that if I read it. I remember. It yeah. In Perfect Strangers, she says that. And then she also yeah. says hoo-ha and Ugh. coochie something. <laughs> it's not just coochie. Uh, it's like something else. Dude, oh my God. That is why she is like yeah. number one on my knife emoji list. I swear to God, um, I hate that. The the worst one though, like in recent memory that I I read was Lauren Blakely in like cringy like language in general. I made it to like twenty, maybe twenty five percent, and I think it was only. I made it to 25% because I was like at my favorite bar drinking beer while I was reading it. I would have DNF'd it sober much faster. Um, but she she used JJ unironically. Um, and then she also, because it's an it's an MF, it's an MF MFM, the double pucked, which is what I was reading. Oh, okay. She also referred to like herself having sex with the both both of the male main characters as a man witch, and I was like, no. done. Uh, I'm burning this entire bar down. Oh my god. Girl. Okay, yeah. I read an entire Y2 series because it was one of those things where I was like desperately waiting for it to get better. And I was like, it has to get better, and it did not. Uh, and literally the entire time, and in sexual context, oh my god, I like don't even want to say it out loud. Okay, she it's the <laughs> Emerald Lake series, uh, by Britt something yeah. Anderson, maybe. Yeah, um, yes, uh, she refers to dicks as peens. No, <laughs> oh no, like what time. peen. Yeah. <laughs> and she I, so clearly thinks it's like hilarious uh, because it's in one of the dedications. It's like, oh, blah, blah, like something about <laughs> multiple teens. And I'm like, oh, so this is never going to stop. Let me I re- add on to the JJ thing is that my other thing that like instant enough is when, but it almost, almost goes paired. Like it, it usually is in the same JJ novel where they like. Yes talk about the vagina as if it's like a person oh, oh my god like she yeah oh yeah no. what is that hockey romance oh my god have you guys read um pucked is it pucked my answer will always be yes 
Yes. I guess it will be. Sorry, Naomi. I'm <laughs> not trying to exclude you from this, but I think that you are going to be like, oh my God, Helena hunting. Yeah. She refers to it as her beaver the whole time. That word was said so many times. And I was like, I thought this was a joke at the beginning, but you keep saying it like you're serious <laughs> now. She's, 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 <laughs> like that would be even worse. Imagine. It, I want to like pull it up. I'm, no, it's, like, and he and he, she refers to his dick as monster cock or MC for short. Ew. I was like, I can't believe someone actually recommended this to me. Like, I I was shocked that I kept seeing the it. Thing is, like, there, there's a couple of really good books in that series, but the first one really? is like absolute fucking chaos okay i never continued because i was like this is horrible if the rest of the writing is like this and her calling her her beaver i was like i'm not it's not funny even i wasn't even like laughing while i was reading it i was like this is just bad like no that that first book is like absolute trash i don't know in like what fugue state i finished it but (laughs) i did i definitely like read a lot of those a lot of the books in that series and there's a couple i legitimately a couple of really good ones like helena hunting's not a bad writer but the characters are like it's the it's the same like energy as the characters in becca max yeah i love becca mac too like consider me was really long but i loved the writing and the characters so much that i was but it's but it's the same chaotic energy okay anytime an author just does like repeats something too often it can then become intolerable like one beaver as a joke one monster cock (laughs) as a joke like okay like that's not like my favorite joke but it's not like the worst thing ever the same thing, and Bonnie will know exactly what I'm going to say, in um, Thorn Chapel, how she keeps referring to herself as a horny little bri- librarian, like the main character, <laughs> just yeah. over and over and over again. And it's like once, maybe, but stop saying the same thing over and over again. Get a new line. What's the other thing that she always says? She refers, it's a horny little librarian and something else. I know, and I'm just realizing that I totally fell off of those books, and I really, oh, I, we sh- exactly I need to know how it ends. I know why I fell off yeah. of that series. <laughs> yes, because of after book two, yeah, no, yeah. Bonnie and I yeah, read too. that, yeah, yeah. We were like, yeah. wait. I was like, okay, I'm done. All right, bye. No, um, yeah. I was like. The writing was so beautiful, like, it's such an amazing. Like, Other like, than the repetition of Horny Little Librarian. I'm just going to say that. That drove me up. fucking crazy. Yeah, I want to look up two things. What it was. I don't remember that at all, but maybe I was, I was like, so charmed by the writing. Like, yeah, I, the writing legitimately, like, the Sarah Simone can literally write, like, a children's book in, like, <laughs> baby talk, and I will read it. Like, I'm fine. It's just, I don't care what she writes. And I keep saying Well, this. and that, to me, I think is why it stood out so much. And I feel like that's probably, um, Naomi, how you feel about uh, Sinner, too, is, like, when the writing is so good and then there's something like that that's, like, so weird. Yeah. It's like, where did this come from? And why can't you think of another adjective? You know? See, for me, yeah. I'm like, I feel like if I read that and knowing which character you're talking about herself referring to herself as that like i think it tracks for her character uh yeah she's super annoying yeah. is like one of the most annoying characters yeah yes. she was like the only character that i was like i do not give a fuck about you but i really want to yeah. know what this whole weird thing is yeah, that's no, it's, so, 
it's irritating that she's so central to the whole story which is like why did she make her so unlikable again same thing as like we're being like a central person in a why choose who's super annoying it's like why can't you just make this person that everybody's obsessed with cool do you but i have a theory that like the fmcs that we find unlikable the author thinks they're really charming and that makes me think like i don't think i would get along with that author in real life you know what i mean there's like a few authors that i'm like i don't think we could actually our personalities would actually vibe because of like the effort <laughs> that you keep putting out you know what i mean mm-hmm. i i get what you're saying naomi i think it's like i think a lot of women are really bad at writing women yeah just as a baseline because of like internalized misogyny yeah. and like probably like personal trauma of like what they think is like cute and hot and cool or whatever like suits for that character um and i think like i think sarah simone isn't quite as bad but like her mm mmcs are way better yeah. always which is why like mm-hmm. saint is so beautiful because there's no women in that story um yeah maybe i was gonna say sarah kate is extremely guilty of this like she has I feel like you pointed this out to me recently Well, and it's, I think it's a new thing too, because I thought that the FMCs in the Wild Boys duet were like some of the best FMCs I've ever read. And then that totally fell off. So that's a different, that's a different thing for sure. I think think those books are like truly a triumph on her part. Mm -hmm. I don't think she's going to get better Mm -hmm. um, than those two. But in general, like her MMCs are much more compelling than her female characters. And it's like, if you start thinking about it, it's very obvious. But um, going back <laughs> to Sierra Simone and uh, her MMCs, I am 100% convinced, and you cannot convince me otherwise, that American Queen, the oh, New Camelot, New Camelot, I am convinced that that series is Stucky fanfic as a published <laughs> thing. They are literally Steve, Captain America, and the Winter Soldier. That's like who they are with plus one. That's what that is. That's fucking... And I went on her Instagram and I scrolled. I found out when the book was published and I scrolled through her Instagram and I found a photo of her at Avengers World in uh, at Disneyland with Captain America and she's like my favorite and I was wow. like yep there it fucking <laughs> is there it is I had to know I had to know and I was like this is there's no other explanation because it is that is the exact vibe they're like in the military together one of them well, is like this all-american perfect boy like those two guys and I would have rather enjoyed that that girl was I hated her well, really? I lo- I liked I'm, her. I didn't mind her. I thought she was fine. She was fine. I'm well, because a lot of that fanfic is self-insert. It's like the YN, like your name. And so maybe that's why she's so blah, is that because it was originally Stucky XYN, you know, instead of OC. And then she was like, oh, I'm just going to write it, uh, give her a name instead of having it say Y slash N. I'm, I don't know if you guys read the prequel novella to her newest series. 
series. No, but I did it just come out her new book. Um, so Salt in the Wound is out, and okay. you can read it. I think like I think it's free on her website, but it's a prequel novella to her new til- trilogy, and it's this. It's also MMF. Um, but the FMC in that is very fascinating. Yeah. Oh, okay, good. Very different from whatever like I've ever read, and I'm very curious to see how this goes. I'm hoping that she stays as interesting as she is, because you don't actually really meet the second male main character in the in the prequel. So, I'm very excited. I do. It. I loved the mm-hmm. like Catholic mysticism in Thorn Chapel. That to me was like the most interesting thing. But yeah, there. The end of book two, I was like, first of all, what did I say? Bonnie, I was like, I fucking called that shit, right? Like, I'd gotten the vibe immediately. So fast. I was like, ooh. She loved that trope. Like, now I expect it in everything she does. She's always keeping us on our toes. Yeah, that's true. That is true. And I am going to bring all of my books for her design this weekend, so might as well. Because we're, so talking about badly written women i was talking to bonnie earlier about nyla k because i um have only read one of her books well and then there's like a follow-up sort of shorter it's not a novella i think it is a novella but i read push and i was like this is the definition of like men men written by women parentheses derogatory Mm. like it's just so obviously written by a woman that it's like men don't this is not the way that a man thinks ever that's there's just absolutely no way oh yeah what was it for the fans that one same thing horrendous horrendous yeah horrendous yeah i know everyone loves push it. i read in like a very intense fever dream like state <laughs> that's like, like i was just like that's all you do post, i think i like had just gotten over reading it's just you read through fever Oh, dreams. absolutely. You just fall into fever dreams. Yes. Anything yeah. that I've read that's like a little out of pocket, it was a fever dream. I've read <laughs> some very good books with my head on straight, including yours. And like well, most of the books that I've read this year, I've been like actually paying attention to and like not just like feverishly reading. But yeah. Yeah, I tend to when, – when I'm in like a fugue fever state, I – what I choose to read is like at, the most out of pocket monster romance or like, mm-hmm. or like alpha beta stuff. That's not even Omega verse. It's just like, I just read one. One of the only books that I finished in the past, like month and a half was called train for their pleasures. <laughs> I was like, I know exactly what I'm getting into. <laughs> Dude. Yep. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I've been like for the past year, every like maybe four, four or five months, I get back into this like snake man series. <laughs> 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 Explain. Can you elaborate? <laughs> and the funniest part is that her first name is Naomi. I'm like we're we're kindred spirits, but it's like it's. The weirdest, it's like alien romance, but it's set on Earth, but like forever, like like in the future or whatever. And there's these snake men. So they're like the 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 most important parts are are men. 
but then they have like a huge snake tail and it's like the the most horny like oh let me is there fan art let me just show you (laughs) i I need a visual for this let me just show you the i have one downloaded for sure oh and one is uh (laughs) i have it right here um cover Blue Corral is the third one, I think, or fourth one. It's the Naga series. Oh, my God. Naga Brides. Naga Brides series. So it's by <laughs> Naomi Lucas. And, like, the thing is, is because it's well-written. So, like, when the book is well-written, you've got me. Like, that's, like, mm-hmm. how to not DNF for Naomi is the, the – it's well-written. So I'm, like, on an adventure, on a journey. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then, like – and it's funny because I usually don't like things that are very like, like, like ha ha goofy, like I was saying, but there's this thing they do where every, like most, not always, but when they finish a word with an S, it, they, Stop. <laughs> so the... oh my God. Yeah. So if you really want a new state fever dream, I highly recommend this series. That's so funny. I can't get over the covers. I know. I feel like I'm going to get really drunk during my vacation and read one of those. Oh, please. The first one was great. Like, they, like, the first, they get a little bit repetitive, but, like, you know what you're getting into. Like, it's the tropes of, like, it's not going to fit. It's, like, super (laughs) horny, like... You know when they smell good, like they can't get, they yeah. just, you know what I mean? It's all, we know what we're getting into. Yeah, for some reason I can't, I keep getting, I just keep uh, coming back to the series. We all have our comfort series. Yeah, exactly. That's one of mine. <laughs> um, Naomi, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, it was a pleasure. Um, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Naomi Loud. Um, technically I'm on Facebook. I have a Facebook group, but I really don't use it at all. (laughs) So I'm mostly, I'm mostly on Instagram for sure. And then my, you can also find me on my website, NaomiLoud.com. And also your books on Amazon. And you can find all of my books on Amazon. And your most recent book just came out. So congrats. Came out. Yeah. A wrap up Um, series. So bittersweet. I'm not ready for it to end. Okay, um, Shawnee, where can we find you? I'm a Shawnee Reads on Instagram and TikTok. And Mary? At The Vibrarian on Instagram and TikTok. And you can find me, Bonnie, at, at Bon Reviews Books on Instagram and TikTok. Um, and as always, if you have any questions for us or ideas, we are open to them. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.